This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's up, y'all? The revolution is happening now. Well, more like 1971 in England, but you definitely have to check it out. We are coming at you. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Get up, stand up. Can't go wrong with Bob Marley. Cleaning music or you're driving down somewhere. Also, the words have a lot of meaning if you've been watching the show with us. Uh, but let's get into it. My name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad and my fellow co-hosts. Hey, everybody. I'm Al G. Al Grad. You can follow me on Twitter at Jamaica House Doc and follow me on IG at Al G underscore Jamaica House Film. Yes, Jamaica. That's right. Yeah. West Indies here. What's up? What's up? Pop, pop, pop. Is that... Ah! Am I doing it right? You, no, I'm clearly not Jamaican guy. <laughs> Two fingers soon. Shout out to all the Jamaicans out there. Go ahead, um, Hey, guys, this is Miss Katie Marie, you and you pop, can find pop, me. Pop. I did it. I, I screwed that up, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Miss Katie Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Katie TV. And also on um, Girl Boss, which is going to be starting this upcoming week. I'm really of excited. Course. I'll be leading that channel. Because you're a girl boss. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also um, Prison Break on Tuesdays. Nice. Oh, look at you. Nice. Look at you. I have to bring you to Carnival. It's happening in L.A. Get you Western Indian affiliated. I would love that. All right, guys. What do you guys think of this episode on a whole? I like this episode. I liked it better than the first episode. Intense. Yeah. yeah. I think the first episode was establishing um, the characters. I don't know if you got a, you guys got a chance to read any, like, um, I know Al did a lot of research, but, mm-hmm. like, read up some more information. I actually got to read a, information about how everything that was happening in the 70s in England. So much stuff that we had no idea was happening. Like, you knew a lot of stuff that was happening in um, South Africa in particular and different pockets all over. Rhodesia. Yeah. yeah, that was... Perda- right. uh, that was um, that was talking about African Americans or Africans or pretty much just black folks. But you never really heard, I never heard, especially with so much extensive black history that I knew about, I went to school for it and all this other stuff, they never talked about it. Mm. So it's kind of really interesting that, um, you, oh, yes. It's kind of interesting that um, what I what I noticed is what they, they were saying that the Black Panthers in America weren't necessarily affiliated with the ones in England. It was just more by inspired, by name. Yeah, yeah. Right. by name and to- two totally different, um, two totally different meanings for the for the two. And just to uh, name check one particular character, uh, I think I brought up last week, Eldridge Cleaver. They brought him up again this week mm-hmm. on the news, mm-hmm. but just basically as an influence of how he was able to get away and go to Algeria, you know, a mm-hmm. political prisoner, able to actually get asylum and use that as their inspiration of Black Panther, how right. they can do that, you know, for their British movement. Right, yeah. right. And, and I want to agree. I think that this episode definitely uh, more depth to, to the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we really, really, really get to see uh at the end of the last episode, we saw Kent, and we saw how nervous he was, mm-hmm. and man, just the things that they've had to overcome in within this three-week span, it's just wow. Right. So what do you think, here's a question before we get into the episode, do you think uh, we have potential of doing that today? Just in general, not, not uh, I mean, uh, there's a lot of issues that are happening, but... 
do we think as a society are we fighting for stuff or are we just hashtagging things? You brought up a really good point, um, which I think uh, the uh, the show addresses mm-hmm. as far as like where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. What's the practical movement? Okay, is it going to work on a grassroots movement? Can it work with militancy, mm-hmm. or do we have to present an alternative? And uh, one of the things that I always hear about. And my parents told me about too. Okay, there's you could have like the uh, the people who believed in nonviolence, like Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. or you could have like the militants, you know, like uh, uh, that was Malcolm X and the Black Panthers, which is based on that. But if you didn't have the militancy of the Black Panthers and Malcolm X, Mal- uh, MLK wouldn't be able to make the strides that he was able to make right. and gain mainstream acceptance. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the choices you see coming in, you know, with Kent. Like, do I need to take, okay, what's really practical and what's really pragmatic? What can I make some mainstream influence versus, you know, a cause, which he thinks really isn't going to go anywhere. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely what you saw, the difference. Uh, how, uh, this, well, this is what I thought. You saw... Um, Oh my gosh, what's his name? Dahari becoming more of the well, he was always militant, but you see him almost taking on that Malcolm X role, and then I see Kent almost doing more of the Martin Luther King role, right. which is the first thing that I thought is like, okay, I see where this is where this is going. Um, with Kent, though, I don't know if he actually believes in it or he's just doing it in order to, you know, help the blacks that are not in that militant movement so they don't get, you know, beaten and tortured because everybody's going to assume that they're all lumped into one. Right, right. I I would have to say, thinking about today and thinking about the 1970s, I think that, wow, today I I feel like we do see a little bit of that in certain leaders. For example, the leader of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, D-Ray. D-Ray, you know, who, you know, he's, he's, He's done a lot with even, you know, from a digital standpoint. And that's another thing that plays a part in today's society is digital. Mm -hmm. You can do so much on digital. But then we also see the other side of things where we see so many young black men that are being killed in the streets, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, by by guns. And and it's crazy because I feel like back then they could get away with more things. But the one message that kept uh, that I kept hearing throughout this episode was, what are you willing to die for? Right. You know, even when, you know, uh, Jazz's mom, Savvy, you know, even even when she was talking to Kent and she was just, you know, telling Kent about, this is my daughter, like, this is what she believes in. And, like, I, I respected that so much. And, and then also uh, going to Omega, mm-hmm. her character, you know, oh she is, is one of the main reasons why mm-hmm. Kent was even influenced with the idea of potentially stepping up as a leader. You know, him, and then I think all these different instances and seeing jazz. So I think that, you know, it's just, these are just two different times, but I would love to see more passionate uh, black people educate themselves, and not Mm -hmm. even just black people, but minority people educate themselves about what's going on from a local level, and then hopefully that will in turn be beneficial in a national level. Yeah. I think too. Also, like knowing your your history is a, mm-hmm. a huge a huge step. Um, one one fun fact that I think everybody should know, and I assumed everybody did know, is that black people in the islands they were just dropped off first. Mm-hmm. Just FYI, mm-hmm. they were slaves there as well. And people, a lot of people just think that this is this is just where they were, mm-hmm. and they just you know started there and all. And that's not the case. And it, it baffles me. I guess because I come from a West Indian background that. I've always known that, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't know that. So it's just all these little historical things that, you know, we have no idea And about. just, and again, like, talk about the nuances between uh, two countries. Um, the uh, the immigration movement obviously affected 
blacks or African immigrants, you know, mm-hmm. in England. Mm-hmm. Is that my experience? Is that that's not the experience of black Americans? We don't we went through this whole argument, you know, are we immigrants or forced immigrants? Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that, but it's a totally different perspective. But they were actually a lot of Africans were affected by that immigration African act. Population. So that's why it's you know it's it's you really get a chance to see the entire scope of pan Africanism pan Africanism as a movement. Right. right. Um, so let's get into some of the characters. So, uh, uh, Jazz, we found out that, so um, Kent had mentioned her father last episode. We found out that her father's in prison and he's actually like pretty much like a militant. Political and prisoner. Political prisoner. Yeah. So he's in there. And at first, when he Kent brought up um, Jazz's father last week, I thought that she was embarrassed by him. But now seeing this episode and then seeing how savvy her mom talked talked about him, it was almost, it seemed like she was proud of him and she wanted to, mm-hmm. she, she wanted to make sure that if he heard about what she was doing and she died for the cause that he would be proud of her that's kind of what I got from it what did you guys think man I just want to say for me like that was just such a powerful uh, dynamic Mm -hmm. because even her mom was just like what are you willing to die for? Right. Like, like when you believe so strongly in something that you're willing to, to give your life for. And, and I just, I, I love that. I appreciate that. And I feel like I wish that there were more people like that in today's society. Right. Because so many people are living in the age of social media. But I just, I feel like, what are you willing to die for? What are you willing to give it all up for? And mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. And just to... Um I got to give a certain critique, Mm -hmm. and this is uh, broaching a subject that we addressed last time as far as, like, okay, the representation of of black women in this. Mm -hmm. The show, the series isn't over. You know, there's only six episodes, but you talked about that sister, what's her name, Omega? Omega. I thought it was Maggie, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Intelligent. She was like, no, mainstream society isn't ready for what I have to say. Right. But cunning, pragmatic, and willing to... I guess you could say compromise your ideals and advising Kent that way. What bothered me is we still haven't seen a black woman at the head of this movement who wasn't compromising her ideals. We only saw Jazz and her mom as the ones who are most idealistic. And a couple of times they're both like putting down Kent. And it really kind of bothered me how judgmental it would be. So maybe the jury's out. Well, I, oh. <laughs> as a I black guess, man, I was I, bothered by I, that. You know what? You know, and I value your opinion, Mr. Black <laughs> oh Man. She said she you know values. I value opinion. your opinion, Mr. Black Man. And uh, I just, I, I, I guess I, I saw it differently. Okay. I saw Omega. You know, she basically she saw that Kent has influence. First of all, and, and and I thought it was really really dope how she strategized it, and she she actually did it. She said, you know, I see this man here; he's very popular. You know, he's he's attractive. You know, he's tall. He has a good uh, oh stature mm-hmm. about himself. Okay, why not channel that? in the right direction. Why not channel that in a way like you're a leader already? Why mm-hmm. don't you use that influence? To, to, to do good for your people. You know, that's no different than what women have been doing for centuries. E- exactly, but Omega's character... <laughs> Look at the, he's like, oh. But, 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 exactly, but Omega's character, she was just smart. I think she was smart. She and, was, and, and, no, I, she, and I thought that, shoot, you know... I just want... I would I would have did the same thing. I don't disagree with either of the things you say because she realized that, you know, her voice would be too militant mm-hmm. and so she had to... And she realized that he was a perfect vesicle, yeah. uh, vehicle or mm-hmm. a vessel that could be uh, be successful in the mainstream. The flip side of that, I was just looking for that idealistic leader who wasn't willing to compromise their principles right. as part of the movement. But, but you, I feel like we're going to see a, a lot of that. I hope like, so. I hope so. I, I hope like, we see know. that, sister. Not, you know, just it coming from, you know, Give like. Give some time. <laughs> Be patient with I don't the know, baby. Too, you have to consider, too, that's 1971. And we're still, like, the U.S. hasn't had a, well, neither has Canada, hasn't had a woman president. 
right? And we're in 2017. So I think uh, what we also have to consider is the time. And even if Omega stepped forth and, you know, tried to play that position, okay, so she's black. She's wearing a fro. She's very, like, she wouldn't and get... she's a woman. Yes. Yeah. And she wouldn't get too far with the, 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 the media. Whereas Kent, he looks like, like how Savvy yeah. is saying, he looks like an uh, Englishman. He's essentially, you know... He's more socially accepting. I call it the Oprah effect, uh-huh. and they admit, they admit, made mention um, to it in the episode. You know the good Negroes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's that still happens today. You're, yeah. you're based off of the way you look or whatever people uh, people assume or put you in this category. It's yeah. like, oh, they're one of the good ones, but the rest of them, they're all terrible. I don't disagree with anything guys are saying. I'm totally on board. But just me personally, as a as a, I don't know as. As a whatever critic and somebody who's very into uh, visuals and optics, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a pet peeve. You yeah. know, I want to see a sister who's about that action, not just jazz I, and I mom. I think she is, though. I, yeah. think, I think Omega is. I just think we need to see more of her character unfold just yeah. a little more. And I don't necessarily... And I'm, not even, and I'm not talking about political action, too, which right. is one way about that more militant action, about, mm-hmm. like, rubber meets the road action. That's just one way. Well, th- I think it's not bad if you take a secondary it's role. It's not bad. For example, like, you know, Michelle Obama. Right. On her own... She might not have become president, but on her whole own, she she's qualified to do anything that she puts her mind to. She might be sharper that. than Barack, you right? Know? But I honestly believe that he looks to her for guidance, mm-hmm. and she plays such a. She's found the right dynamic where she can, like, say she believes in something strongly. She mm-hmm. can word it in a certain way where right. he's going to go in that direction, right. and then think it's his idea. All right, just. I'll just right. I'll withhold we have, my we have judgment. Influence. Yeah, well, I'll withhold we my influence. I'll withhold my judgment until the sixth episode. Yeah, give her some. T- wow, there's <laughs> <laughs> only six episodes. <laughs> so, um, what do we think of Marcus? Wow, Marcus is dope. I like um, his heart mm-hmm. yeah. and his integrity. Mm-hmm. The only thing um, that kind of Again, we talked about him not being built for this. Mm-hmm. Even though his, his cause, his heart is in the right place. He's a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to lead. Um, but for instance, if you are in a war, if you are in a struggle, I don't care where you call it. You know, if you're attacked by an enemy, and this little kid, you know, who they went in there. Okay, we're talking about when Slice they went in there. Face. Yeah, yeah, and they went in there Ooh. to jack the dealers to get um, money in order for them to survive. For exactly, at per the advice of the other like German militants or whatever. Yeah. But um, the fact is, when that when they went in there and they and they beat up the father and the young son came out and tried to save him. Mm-hmm. I understand the son came out and tried to save him, but I'm like, honestly, as a soldier, you really can't let it slide. And really, the, the thing he did, the thing that um. Diary did mm-hmm. slashing his face. I mean, it was it was kind of hard to watch, but you had to deliver some type of message. Right, and we you know didn't that kill Mar- him. Yeah, you didn't kill him. And Marcus again. That's and I think that'll always be like his Achilles heel. I, it's he's Marcus or the actor who plays Marcus does such a great job because yeah. you believe it. Yeah, he has a conscience. Yeah, you believe that he's struggling and almost too when you look at it for both Jazz and him. Jazz is really ready to die. And like almost like right. she's she's getting to that idea. I don't think Mark like you're in in this position. There you there's almost no way out. Like you don't see any way out. You don't see you go into another country. Like you don't see all, all this. All you see is that you might be dying either in the next two weeks or the next six weeks or the next mm. month or so. But it's going to result in you dying a, a very not so great death. Not, right. You're not going to be dying when you're eighty. Yeah. And I think that scares Marcus, and it's just kind of like he's kind of mixed with all these emotions. Yeah, right. he's kind of like the everyman. He's kind of like the filter for all of us. How yeah. we would feel if that if we were in that situation. Yeah, it's right. a scary. It's you know it's. Just think of in any, you know, current situation that, you know, you're backed into a corner. 
but you already know like okay it's gonna get better but in that particular moment you're like okay something has to give and it's either fight or flight and with marcus it feels like he just wants to like he wants to flee but there's nowhere to go everybody's looking right. for him Right, and my, man, listen. My boy Marcus said, "I am not. I look, I did not sign up for this. What I want to do, I just want to be an educator. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to be taken seriously. And yeah. jazz and got me into some craziness. Yeah. Look, I think that Mar- like like you know, like you said, Al. I think Marcus has such a great heart, and I think that it, even me, I felt." I felt really bad for that boy. I, I do feel like they took it a little overboard. I don't necessarily feel like the things that they're starting to get into is what they signed up for. Right. And that's why Jazz felt some type of way. But like Dahari said, your old life is behind you now. You are yeah. a soldier. And I think that after seeing this and, and after seeing him experience that, we're going to see Marcus's character go to another level. I hope so. Yeah. Because if not, he's going to get killed. TK and I were talking about the quote they ran at the beginning. I'm just going to truncate it though. Uh, are you about being bored, empty handed, drinking, or perhaps are you down to blow it up or burn it down? Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't be in between if you're a revolutionary. Mm-mm. Right. You will get killed. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. It's such an interesting dynamic, especially. So we, let's talk a little bit about Leroy. <laughs> Leroy, my man. Leroy, He's like, Yo, real, Leroy, Leroy needs his rent pay. He got bills. He got to get the lights on. And Jazz over here talking all this mess, all reckless. Uh, like, Jazz may need to, like, uh, calm down a little bit, you know? Leroy is from the USA. Okay, <laughs> do you hear me? He said, look, y'all over here with these British shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> y'all ain't got my rent money. Yeah. We got bills that need to be paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, no, there is no revolution without the lights on. <laughs> Hello, <somebody>. Jazz. <laughs> um, well, and this is, this is my, uh, my, my thing with them or the problem with it is that okay so they decided on they came up with the idea of how to get Dahari out mm-hmm. but it feels like they didn't come they up didn't have any plan after that a plan after that and this is a, and this goes back to okay let's get into analyzing the characters I love Jazz's idealism right and mm-hmm. her passion but she's not a long term thinker she's right. not a strategizer nah. like Omega like Maggie nah. mm-hmm. and that's and that's her and that's her, her shortcoming her kids, yeah. yeah and this is a quick plug but she's not Michael from Prison Break. <laughs> yeah, like that, don't you? Ah, it was a quick plug. Nice I'm just plug. saying, she might come from prison break. Okay, bring it back. Young candy on the mic, y'all. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Breaking it down. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, our girl Jazz, you know, she's got the heart, she's got the spirit, but she doesn't necessarily have the strategy. Right. And um, yeah, they of course they didn't think this thing out. They didn't think away their getaway. So of course. And, they and this is the out. thing though, if you think about it, it's 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 like so say Jazz was to take on Omega's um, personality to say, and she was still with Kent. She'd probably be able to get Kent into that frame of Man. mind, but Jazz was in such a, a, almost like a bull in a china shop type thing. Mm-hmm. She went at him the wrong way, and exactly. he's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But if she went it the other way, she still would have got the, the effect of fighting the, fighting, fighting the movement and the political yeah. systems. Because he's making, he's doing it now. Exactly. But you know what? she still had influence on him because he's looking at the headlines. We saw him reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Saw He saw her face, this woman that he loves, that he is still madly in love with, mm-hmm. which is going to be really interesting to see what happens later now that he's this leader. Right. But I think that because of her, he is. Th- that's part of the reason why he stepped up. I think it's a little bit of Omega and it's a little bit of Jazz. I don't know because the thing with that is that um, when she came asking for the money, and um, he could have given her the money. He had it. It, 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 it seems like the, his particular character. He has a little bit of. He has extra yeah. money to give. Else, she wouldn't have come to him. Yeah. So it's like she came asking for the money, and she she probably went 
there knowing that she has that influence on him right. and he didn't give her the money which is kind of um, almost that thing that you you know how you come to a headway with a friend or a relationship yeah. or something like that and you know this is the last time that you might see this person yeah that's what it felt like it's like okay that relationship that they, they had that connection, and then he realized that she went too far. But but with that being said, with what you just said is one of the main reasons also maybe why he's doing it. Because if you think about it, they're both now potentially mm-hmm. fighting for the same cause. They're just going about it two different ways. And that age-old question, my one reservation about what Kent's doing, that tact... You know, here's the alternative. You know, if you don't want to deal with the militants, you have to deal with me. Right. He will get some traction, but I still think there's an argument that goes on, like, with my parents' generation. Like, okay, well, was the goal integration? Was the goal met? Uh, is it fruitful? Is someone like Jesse Jackson, who probably would have, uh, maybe would have, uh, Kent would have turned into, is how much how much change was he able to make right. for the masses of black people? You know, he was able to make some, some changes. They were able to make some political changes, some social changes. But at the end of the day, economically, you know, and socially, where are people at? Well, I mean, well, well also, we have to look at it like this. And I, and I, I, I agree with you. Uh, to a certain extent, I feel like he's his character has the ability to do the same thing that Dr. King did, which was create awareness and help educate people about the movement, about mm-hmm. what's going on. Because right now, it's like Jazz, Marcus, and Dahari. But first of all, what Dahari did by right, writing that book, and with that book being like Pence and his partner said, mm-hmm. that book is literally in every, in every coffee- single mm-hmm. black coffee mm-hmm. shop. That alone is powerful. They're like that book and what they're doing is at the tip of every white. That's equivalent to going viral tongue. today. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So with that being said, if you can create awareness, which is what Dr. King did, if you can educate the people, which is what Dr. King did, and bring the people together in a quote unquote nonviolent way, mm-hmm. then you're doing more than what was done before because there was no awareness and no education right. that was done before. But you still need that. Uh, uh, you need you need both of them in the movement. You need both exactly. of them because Malcolm wouldn't be where I mean you know he wouldn't be the alternative. Martin Luther King would have never been there. You know if, if he couldn't appoint to Malcolm X and say, look, this is. Who you're going to deal with. I'm just going to throw this one other solution out because it's something I struggle with on a daily too. Um, the economic solution. I don't know if you guys know about uh, Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. what happened they to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Black the Black Holocaust. And I kind of keep coming to that. At least Killer Mike's talking about it today. Yeah, and oh, there's yeah. a couple of films on it, but I kind of keep coming to that as far as like, okay, the movement it takes all these prongs. It takes mm-hmm. social. Social pressure, economic pressure, sometimes physical pressure, mm-hmm. and sometimes resistance with the police. But at the end of the day, I'm wondering if that's you know where we're at right now because we're not going back to Africa. You know what I mean? We're not going to go restart a new continent there. Are we going to start our own little you know economic uh, unit here in America? Is it going to be exclusive? There's a lot to talk about, and that and that argument and that movement is still unfolding right now. Right. I mean, but I th- I think this is this is the. Um the issue with a lot of issues. It's just like, you know, people who preach um, uh, for or against abortion or even the people on the streets that say, you know, you need to believe in Jesus else you're going to hell. You're not really, that might be what your belief is and then telling somebody that they're going to hell is not going to be how you're going to bring them to mm-hmm. Jesus. And I feel like you have to give people these options. You have to give, if, if black people want to get together and create an um, a economic system within their neighborhoods, which is happening right. and which has happened in a lot of different spots, not as many as we would like, but you definitely see people, you know, creating gen- generations and legacy, you know, with education. Mm-hmm. Then if you want to have black folks who want to, you know, be within the society 
body, you can let them do that too. But it almost feels like you have to do one or the other. And if you're going to do one or the other, you still need to work. And it feels like so many people, not just black folks, there's so many people walking around with their eyes closed, you know, on the social media, which is fine, but you have no idea what else, what, what's going on in the world. Like say, for instance, even the simplest thing, you walk into a restaurant and instead of looking around and finding where the bathroom is, cause that was what your intention is. You go and walk to some, ask somebody where the restroom is when the sign is right there in your face. You, you see what I'm saying? So All you getting, have to do now is Now you're look. getting in using your third ITK. Everybody isn't that evolved, though. Well, that's <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm th- saying, though. It's it's not you know for for me, it was a series of experiences that got me to that that brought me to this point, and also listening to people and educating myself, all the other good stuff. But it just feels like we have so much at our like you can literally type. Black Wall Street. You can type whatever. You can type how do I make how do I get out of my current situation? Say you're working at whatever a, a job that pays you $9 an hour. You want to wait make w- more money. What what's your passion? What do you want to do? What can you find to do in your off time? How do you how can you bring yourself beyond this level? And it feels that the majority of the population is not doing that. This this is beyond color lines. And that's just kind of like the frustrating thing thing with it. And then when you take these movements, it's like they're trying to fit everybody into one direction when you should give people Every, an and option. everybody ain't gonna fit in the same exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. It takes right. you know it takes the whole body, the body, the arm, the leg, right. the head. Just to coin a, an expression from you know God body politic. Um, right. anyway, it's also in the Bible too. Right. There you go. Yeah. And hence that's why we now have Jazz, Marcus Tahari, mm-hmm. and Kent. Yeah. Oh, look at you, little time. Nice transition, right? You think Tahari <laughs> is like I have a. I don't know. Sometimes I get the fact that he's a fraud. Like sometimes there's moments in his act where I'm like, he's just doing this because he, um, they had mentioned how he got into to prisons because he killed somebody over like some, like it was a small, not small. Skirmish, stabbing. Yeah, it, it wasn't small, but he killed somebody, but it wasn't for political reasons case, why he was in jail. In case in point, okay, look at Mamiya Abu Jamal. Mm-hmm. Went to jail for a They say he killed, uh, he said they, they said he killed somebody, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, when him and his, his brother was in a skirmish and he jumped in, was people don't look at that as like a political act. The people, you know, who framed that debate look at it as an act of violence. But was he a political figure and was he a tool? I think that's the way Dari's a yeah, tool. Yeah, but the fact that you... The, the fact that how he how they treated him in jail is what put propelled him forward. Right. I right. mean, they abused him with a broomstick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Prison. Yeah. Prison reform is is another thing that's that's top on that right. line. So I'm just kind of if they didn't they, and th- and this is the thing if they didn't do that then you know the movement for that particular thing might be a little bit different. Mm. You know, and they chose to do that, and that's brutal. No matter who you mm-hmm. who you are, so it's just. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm riding with Dari. Um, you know that you know they're made to as far as like the other characters. He's made to look like he's willing to go like the furthest as far as like the street. Right. But I mean, you know. But that could that be the fact that he has nothing to live for? That and also let's talk about it. What she, what uh, Omega advised um, uh, Kent to do was you need to start taking some cocktail parties and go talk mm. to these white liberals. And that's how the Black Panthers got money. They got money from like yeah. Jane Fonda, you know, and like and like rich. Well, that's whites. how Martin Luther got got money too. Right. There's, there's but, a lot of yeah. there was a lot of white folks that were that were yeah. in the movement as well. But what I'm saying that to say this is like if you're in a cell, guerrilla cell on the struggle, and you don't have those resources, mm. I mean, you may have to like reappropriate some income to affect some redistribution Hence, of that's income. That's what Dahari right. is doing, basically. Honestly, I don't think he's a fraud. I think that he is just 
a very authentic individual. I think he's just like one of those people, this is who I am. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it. I'm still hood. You know what I'm saying? This is I I grew up in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just a part of me. But I I, I think that he's just a true soldier. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but whose standards are we comparing it to? And that's the thing. Whose standards are we comparing it to? He's just a, a guy who's been through the struggle that's that like is fighting for a cause. Yeah. I think my my thing is almost just um, his reasoning behind it. It's almost like somebody Behind who's, what, though, exactly? Yeah, like, what... I, I think I want... Because he wrote the book, right? Right. And my thing is, did he rate, write the book based off of the education, education and research that he did, or did he write the book because he was in the system and he was stuck in the system, and it's almost... Because they said... They talked a little bit about what was inside the book, but not fully. Was mm-hmm. it more of a, like, this is what the system is treating treating you, and did he offer ways of how to you know, get out of the situation. Okay, because he titled his book The Way of the Dragon, what mm-hmm. I took it was it had more communist leanings, just like right. the Black Panther Party right. had communist leanings, and they would pass out... Uh, 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 they would pass out little books of, like, Chairman Mao. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we know, you know, communism and socialism influenced them. I think he's... I, I think he's the real deal, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to lose my thought. What was I going to say about Dari? Um... Anyway, I'll get back to you on that if it comes to me again. Okay. But yeah, I think I think he's a real deal, and I really do think that's why they put the quote at the beginning by the angry brigade. That was mm. the, they were the anarchists who made that quote, who, were, right. who, were, who committed all these bombings in London. What they tried to do is like uh, decrease the collateral damage by putting them in empty buildings, or like mm-hmm. maybe when the police were gone. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's thinking more along those lines. Well, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm really interested to see how that um, all plays out. And so, what do you where do you think uh, Kent? will end up. Kent's, you know, Kent's going to get his Kent's going to get his uh his integrity. He's going to he's going to earn his stripes and I don't think that he's going to be I mean it's easy to point to Kent and say like okay, yeah, he's just the sellout and you know, and he's like the arty guy kind of right. getting over, but I think he's going to become more evolved as a result of the struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we need we need everything like we were saying we, we were say, saying before like for instance, what what would be really cool and which which I think even today we haven't evolved to is that you know, we need that person who can speak proper or all these little things mm-hmm. in order to go into these communities and, you know, acquire the money in order to bring back to the community right. opposed to acquiring the money and just keeping it within their family. Right. But can, can we talk about how ride or die our girl Jazz is when she went in the Rhodesia house? She went straight to the point. Where are these rich Afrikaners at? Yeah. Let me go rob these motherfuckers. But she didn't even get, get anything money. out of it. I hope she got something no, out of it. No, she didn't. She ran. She ran. She shot him. She walked in. She she put her gun to everybody. She heard the sirens and then she ran out. Again, Typical the whole jazz. Yeah, impulsive. the whole thing. It's just the and, and the thing is, um Marcus seems like a planner. Yeah. And the thing is he lets, you know, he he more he seems more a little bit more like a follower. Right. And the problem is Jazz is a leader, but she hasn't really developed her leading yeah. skills. Let me throw this in though. I guess this is what I was trying to about to say about the impulsive rob uh invasion and shooting at the Rhodesia house. Okay. Did she come away with money? No. But did she go directly at the political movement? That, the rich Afrikaners, when that Pence was talking about his dad was an Afrikaner, mm-hmm. those are the guys who went over and, and gave and, jobs. And, well, and literally colonized Africa, you mm-hmm. know, and they even kind of like broke away from the uh, from the British government to kind of like America did, right. you know, and they, you know, and they that's where Rhodesia started, mm-hmm. and until the, uh, until blacks were able to get it back in the late eighties. But the point was, he looked. That was the heart of the movement to me. Mm-hmm. That represents if you're going to strike a, a bow that's symbolic. 
That's a symbolic blow if you go in the Rhodesia house. I don't condone violence, but I don't know. Maybe that might have more of a striking uh, resonance in the headline versus, uh, I don't know, something else. I think it means something. I don't know. That's why they chose that. Because she didn't go anywhere. She didn't just go into a bank. The Rhodesia house represents, you know, like the heart of that, like, money, Africana. The guys who were basically behind um, South Africa and uh, right. apartheid. Oh, it's South Africa yeah. stories. I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think that that was a very... Uh, very stupid decision. <laughs> I, I don't think that it was thought out at all. You it know what I'm saying? I think she thought that it would have been easier than what it really was. I mm-hmm. guess she thought, okay, you know what? I got this gun. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to tell them to give me all their money, and mm. then we're going to have money. No, baby girl. It don't work like that. Yeah. That guy slammed that door. She, first of all, she shot the guy, right? Yeah. yeah she yeah. shot I the think guy. He's dead. Yeah. Like, like, come on. First of all, you have these people with all this money. You really don't think the police are going to respond to them she like this? Of course she didn't Now, you tell them it. to go to a black neighborhood. Yeah. Of course they're not going to respond to you. But this is like the Rhodesia house. It's they got a, money. It's so funny. Like, we're trying to flip the script. Now, I find myself defending Jazz just on her intent. As far as like the point of attack versus right. attacking a bank, but baby, versus, you're you're uh, you're hot right now. Dealer. What's going to be the headline? Rhodesia House attacked. You know, rich millionaire. You know, head of Africana movement shot. You murdered, are being whatever. hunted right now. They're being bro. hunted, but I'm thinking about what's the lasting. Uh, how does that? How does that movement resonate? How does that action resonate? Yeah, but she just tripped into that. She tri- of course she tripped into exactly. it. Of course, we know she's out. impulsive. We all. That's my problem with jazz in the first place. Yeah, but. I'm not going to deny the political, uh, the political symbolism of that movement. Maybe that's just me. I'll, I'll sit no, on that. This no, is, this is the thing. What she is trying to do is far greater and bigger than her sticking up Rhodesia House. She's about to lose everything that they sacrificed, breaking Dahari out of prison, everything over a stupid choice, over a stupid, careless choice. What she is doing can help generations to come, right. but she's going to throw it all away if she gets caught. So my, my question is this. So the, the main crux of the beginning part of the, of the episode was that um, Marcus, Dahari, Jess, and Leroy, they needed money in order to, you know, pretty much live. It's been three weeks mm-hmm. and, you know, they needed money. That was the first issue. What I'm interested to say um, see and what I didn't hear, I don't know if I might have missed it, is what's Dahari's plan? Like, okay, this they need to get their basic needs met. Yeah. Right. But what's the game plan? Like, say hypothetically they did have their basic right. needs met. What would it, what's the He's plan He's articulated now? that plan as far as, like, you know, destroying uh, the capitalist structure. And I think he's in line with the uh, uh, Angry Brigade said as far as, like, dismantling it brick by hypocritical brick. Yes, is that realistic? But how? Is yes. that realistic? No. Because you can't fund it. And Unless you get it funded piecemeal. Right. So he goes to these German guys and like, okay, well, you got to go jack this drug dealer. So, I mean, yeah, is it realistic? That's the tough part. Where did the Black Panthers end up? Dead, shot, uh, in exile. A lot of them ended up on drugs. Right. You know, Huey Newton, you know, was was shot in the head, you know, in the hood. And um, it's it's really hard to see. I mean, I don't have the answers to that. Right. But, I mean, we've seen these movements. And, again, those movements spark, uh, spark the voice and really... For those mainstream movements. Right. Yeah, it just feels like throughout, and of course this is might might be considered very idealist, but it just seems like if you're, no matter what side of the movement you're on, whether it's, I'll just say like the Malcolm X side or the Martin Luther King side, you just kind of need to have a plan and need to execute it. And the the one thing is, um, I was watching this, you know, other documentary, which happens to be on WWE, but um, it's called like the straight edge lifestyle. Hmm. It's like they, this guy didn't do drugs. He didn't drink. He didn't, and he chose to do that. Uh Right. But it's just like, he 
those those he considered those as as far as weaknesses right so i'm not saying you shouldn't smoke or you shouldn't drink but if you know that your weaknesses over excessive is not a good thing especially if you're trying to build and i think our problem um as minorities in this in this country is that we don't have a legacy like what are what what what's your parents going to be going to be leaving you um that's that's another discussion but on that note I think of what you got. You got his jacket off. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting hot Woo. up in here. I'm getting worked up. It's getting hot it's getting in here, y'all. Yeah. Okay, but along those lines, um, what was I talking about? It's hot. Again, it's hot. And this is I what lost, happens I lost when it's my hot. train of thought. Um, anyway, go back to it. We're going to get whatever. Algie some yeah. water. How Give about that? Get him some water. Get him some water. Get him a fan. It's hot outside. We're here in LA, y'all. Don't forget. This is hot LA. Well, here, here's, a, here's another thought. What are your predictions for next week? Predictions. And now you're after buzz. Well, my prediction. You for both, next week, by the way, are looking very militant. Just saying. I don't know if, if you guys can see, but I got my Tupac <laughs> yeah, shirt yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? Tattoos and, and the LA. Oh well, my give goodness! Give this man some time to think. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say what my prediction is. Uh, going back to Kent, um, I just I really hope that he is being authentic in his reasoning because right now I'm not really a fan of Kent. I think that Kent is a punk. Um, I want to see, you know, like I I want I want my girl Jazz. I I really like Jazz's character, but I really want her to um, just figure out what she's doing. Take some time and think, baby girl. You're very smart. Use that brain of yours and think. Um, I do think that she's going to start to see Kent in a different light, Mm -hmm. which I think is really kind of messed up because I I really I don't want her to sabotage her and Marcus's relationship because Marcus has given everything up for this woman, and I really hope that she doesn't hurt him. Yeah, no, Marcus is like the unheralded soldier, you know, who doesn't get the glory. Mm-hmm. Um, just along those lines, I'm going to need Jazz to just slow her roll a little bit, bossing everybody around when you ain't bringing anything to Almost the... Almost like Paige, right? Basically, you know, <laughs> from my other show. So, what, I mean, well, what if it was Dahari? Does, does Dahari have the right to boss everybody but, around? Is it because it's Jazz and she's no, a woman? You, you respect the person whose house you're staying in. That's all. Well, I mean, it's Leroy, though. Le- so. Leroy, just, Leroy. Yeah, so, I it's mean, just she, Leroy. The point is, because she didn't have a plan, she didn't really have the leverage to uh to, Leroy to, will be just to, fine uh, if he has somebody around. Don't mess with just, Leroy. Just Leroy's throw him some dollars. Throw him some dollars. <laughs> and again, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Jazz and her mom to hold off on being judgmental to the way they are to Kent. Like they came with us some self righteousness. Okay. Like you're not doing that for your movement. Right. I haven't heard I'm you say anything that. about the guys. You, I feel a Marcus. little sexism coming. Marcus over here. is my wow. man. I told you, identify with Marcus because he's a teacher, because he's an educator, mm-hmm. because his heart's in the right place. I identify with uh, Dari because he's all about that action. Mm-hmm. And, and I even identify with Ken. And, and first of all, Jazz's mom's name is Savvy. Okay. okay. Let, let's get that straight. Yeah. She and has I, don't a think name. She, I don't think she was very savvy. I think she can use some subtlety. No, actually, I don't think she does. I like how she played She was it. very... This is my daughter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What are you yeah. going to die I for? She was the, I thought she would have been, when he went to see her, I thought she would have been the opposite, like not behind Who would have thought that I, I was agree. sticking up for the sisters? Because I'm not you having... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not having like Jazz's mom like constantly call out this brother about what he's not doing. And there's a lot of that going around with Jazz and her mom. Madam Host has the floor. I'm not are, with are that. Are you done with your predictions? Are you done? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> angry black guy. Um, I don't know. It, it feels like this is going to be a setup for, like, it's going to be, they have these 
ideas on, you know, what they want. They want to take the system down and all sorts of stuff. But it's never going to come into fruition because there's no plan. And it mm-hmm. feels like by the time we get to um, episode six, there's not going to be a plan. And it's almost going to be like, I don't know, do you guys see 12 Years a Slave? Mm-hmm. They that they had a plan, but then they get to the very end and they dupe them and they all end up dying except for Nate. So it just feels like this is that's what's gonna. It, it just really feels like you know they're gonna try to struggle and get something together, and they might get a little bit more of a movement because Jas went into the house and you know shot the shot the Africana or shot the African Africana, and then you know Kent's building on the other side of things. So it's gonna bring up a, a tension. In right. in 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 London, because of that, especially with the police police brutality and stuff like that, but it feels like it's going to end in not having something like go right because they're still dealing with that right. today. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, the trade rooms, the trade uh, unions are amidst protests. There's a lot of economic upheaval and going on in Britain at the same yeah. time. Then, so yeah. I mean, it's even a cauldron. today they it's have a they had cauldron. they had Brexit. So I mean, mm-hmm. right. it just feels like it's it's we're gonna we're gonna believe in these characters so much so much and we want them to do well, but mm-hmm. we're gonna get to that sixth episode and you know somebody's gonna not gonna die. make it to the sixth episode. Oh yeah, I think a couple of people ain't gonna make it. A yeah. couple people. Yeah. I think Jas is gonna Jas is gonna make it, but Marcus won't make it, and it's gonna be so. Jas's fault. He's gonna be the tragic loss. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And she's gonna realize that she needs to start planning. She's gonna because it's gonna you be think? yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be something that she does off off the cuff and uh-huh. he's gonna end up in that fire because he's being a man uh-huh. and wants to protect her and he's gonna die because of that and then she's gonna realize that I can't just go off and do something and not have wait a plan. and has Jazz been exploiting that just saying I think that's her personality and then sometimes you learn from it and sometimes you don't but I was asking Candy what you think well, I mean oh, I don't know have you ever been a soldier no, have you ever I'll given push. up your whole entire life <laughs> have you ever. Answer that for me. Damn it. <laughs> Sick of this. Just gotta sit next to this guy for an hour and take this mess. All right, Madam Host, I need you to step in right now. Uh, What's up? Ooh, these black people right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I think, I mean, I, it, it's definitely shaping up. I've been reading a lot of reviews. Um, people, people are really liking the show. The only problem that people have with the show is the timing that it came out because so many other new shows are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so people, a lot of people don't have no idea the show exists. Uh, and just to, and to address something that came up last week and I kind of gave like an abbreviated version, but I found out that it's okay for me to state, we were talking about what would you call a woman like Kenya? She's the one who basically snitched out, uh-huh. who sleeps with the, with the uh, um, cop. Pence, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, take anything away from their relationship with a realistic thing, which uh, emotion may have gone. It still hasn't been relieved. It right. hasn't been revealed. But what they would call that type of woman is a Negro bed wench. Oh yeah, a wench. Yeah, yeah. wench. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a few words for what I call her. Oh can my. I say? I'm, you know, I'm not allowed to say it on the air. I mean, I think you can, but you yeah. should just speak on it. Why are you holding back? That bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Where are these sound effects coming from? Uh, we have like the best producer slash engineer slash director. Yeah, slash. I mean, I get, I, I definitely, I definitely see, like, like we discussed last week. Um, what, what's her name again? Do we have her name? Uh, her Kenya? name? Kenya. She Kenya. doesn't need a name. Like, like we had, like we discussed last week. 
I I definitely agree with you on that side, but you always have to look on the other side right. of the situation. It's just like a, you know somebody somebody gets cheated on, and you're on your friend's side because that's your friend. And they tried to mm-hmm. sell Pence's private life, and yeah. they wanted to show him as a complete human being. So I like that the fact also, that they're yeah. trying to do that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't discuss Pence. So Pence, he comes he he's married. His son was on drugs. He looks to be like a teenager, so he's dealing with that stress mm. where he's going to relieve it with Kenya. Mm. And again, I feel like Kenya's getting well. She we saw her getting money, and she needs to take care of her family and there are other ways well that's how people you know say about they're they're going to find a job and they can't find a job and they, they go and rob somebody it's almost like for me I, I've always known this about myself don't get in the way of my money or family mm-hmm. like I will do some illegal stuff then for, it's about that action yeah when then it's about so, that action we got some soldiers y'all I'm saying that's just these two I just <laughs> hit us up in the chat everybody we need to know just hit yes. what you will go to are you about that action how far would you go hit people those, those two I'll, I'll wear my business suit <laughs> CK's gonna keep us she's keep one us of real. us she's one of us guys hence that's why she's the lead host I'm, I'm Canadian <laughs> Oh, she ain't oh. part of us now. Okay, so now you don't want to claim. By, by, by way of the island. we just heard her say, don't get in the way of my family and oh, my yes. money, oh, and yeah. I will do some illegal yeah. things, yeah. I quote. Yes. That's what You're she said. Right. Right. And I'm waiting to see that sister who's about that action. I, nobody wants to see that. I Trust do. me. I do. I, see that. See? I think that could be you, TK. There's another We already know this. Yeah, you yeah, already yeah, saw that. trying to get me deported. This is Lil' Kent. This is Lil' Kent right here. Y'all trying to get me deported. All right, y'all. Thank you for rocking with us. Where can they find you guys? Do you remember where they can find you? Of course I do. All right. I was just trying to be ladies first because I got accused of being oh, a sexist. Oh, now you want to do ladies first. Hey, everybody. I'll Greg. Al G. You can follow me on Twitter at Jamaica House Doc. And you can follow me on IG at Al G underscore Jamaica House Film. I'm sorry. I'm a gentleman. You know, I'm sorry. Are you Can't sure? even appreciate that. People don't know. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> ladies are going to show you how it was really done. This is Miss Candy Marie. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram at Candy Marie. Sorry, Miss Candy Marie. And on Twitter right, at Sweet okay. Kendori okay. TV. Okay. okay, think about it. <laughs> Man, I thought, no offense, Miss Candy. I was a handful, but the two of you together... And if we add young camel toe, I'm glad he didn't sign up for this show because y'all militants right here is a lot. Old bull over I'm here. Old bull. I like y'all. Kent's character. He's like the he's like the big homie. Well, I mean, I just like. Oh, you just like Kent. You just like Idris. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for rocking with us. My name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. TK. And we'll see you guys next week. Boop, boop, boop. That's how you do it. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.